Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for this King, Messiah Jesus. He told His people to watch therefore and be ready. Later on, the Apostle Paul speaks about this mystery that we shall not all die, yes, and there will be a generation that will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. In 1 Thessalonians 4, he writes to the congregation in Thessalonica that the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with a voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Messiah shall be raised first, then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up with them in the clouds that together we might meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we always be with the Lord. My name is Dove Schwartz, here in northern Israel, proclaiming, Watch therefore, Messiah Jesus is coming any moment, and I have a special teaching that should help us watch therefore. Again, welcome to the program. Looking forward to a special time with you in the Word of God. Oh, listen, if there was ever a time to embrace the Word of God, and to walk in the light of its instruction, now would be a good time. Let's have a word of prayer together. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for your love and your kindness and goodness toward us. Bless all of our listeners today, and and please anoint and touch the teaching and hearing of your word. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Strengthen our faith, Father. In Messiah Yeshua's name we ask it. Amen. Well, uh, in the Gospels, in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, we see similar expressions of the prophetic events that lead up to the coming of Messiah Jesus to sit on the throne of David. And uh, our, our Lord Jesus is speaking about that in Luke 21 to his disciples. And in a moment, we're going to pick up in Luke 21, verse 34, all the way down to 38. And, and, and leading up into this passage, the Lord is speaking about his coming, his coming to sit up on the throne of David. And, and there's a mystery that he doesn't speak about much at this point. The word of God is, is leaving it a mystery at this point. But later on, with those passages I mentioned a moment ago, Paul opens it up and explains the mystery of the rapture that is under great attack, sadly, uh, even in the body of Messiah. Yet it is a real thing. It is true. Uh, The Bible teaches, also calls it the blessed hope in Titus 2, uh, 13. The Bible teaches us there that, that grace teaches us to look for the blessed hope and glorious appearing in the clouds of our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. In that context of the season of the day of the Lord, the day of the Lord uh, is through the tribulation and, and winds up at the Battle of Armageddon, where the times of the Gentiles ends and Messiah Jesus comes back, defeats the Antichrist armies, and sets up the kingdom of David. Yet in the midst of that time, leading up to that time, is this thing called the rapture. And uh, if you don't like the word rapture and you want to call it the catching away of the of the congregation or of the saints who are alive, do that. That's fine. It's a biblical term. Yes, it's a, to be caught up. That's 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Well, rapture, the word's not in the Bible. That's right. It's an English word 
that comes from a Latin translation of the Greek New Testament. I'll say that again. The word rapture is an English word that is derived from the Latin translation of the Greek New Testament. In English, it's translated caught up in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. So uh, there you go. So that in mind, speaking of the end time scenarios, Messiah Jesus is talking about coming back to the earth, setting up his kingdom, and the signs that point to that. And I've discussed this the signs many times on this program. The signs of the birth pangs, uh, the intensified uh, frequency and, and scope and uh, intensity of the earthquakes, uh, the famines. Uh, there are a billion hungry people on the planet today more than ever in history. Uh, the uh, diseases that are spiking and new strange diseases all over the place like never before. Uh, and, uh, of course, the ethnic violence that is shaking the world. And then there's the re rebirth physically of the nation of Israel uh, and the days of Noah. All these things I've discussed many times. You find these in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. So having said that, uh, we are in these times. We are in this season of the, of the rapture and of the day of the Lord. And, and so in, in verse 34, Messiah Jesus uh, says this, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. Now, now here's, here's ever since I was a little boy, uh, and my mother was teaching me these things as, as Hal Lindsey's book, The Late Great Planet Earth, came out, I guess, in the late 60s or early 70s. Uh, and, and, uh, and, and my mother and a lot of people who were in the Jesus movement, you know, the hippies were getting saved. Jesus is far out, man. That kind of thing. Uh, I grew up around some of those people who, the, these, these hip, hippies who had uh, come to Messiah Jesus and, and so there was a lot of talk because when revival takes place, there is a lot of talk about the coming of the Lord. You want to know when a place is dead? You want to know when it's just dead religion? It's when they're not looking for Jesus to return. Yeah, because grace teaches us to look for his return. Yet, certainly, though every generation has, became, uh, has been commanded to watch for him, there's something very special about the generation that sees these signs uh, that, that I mentioned a moment ago. And so, one of the things that, that always confused me ever since I was a little kid was how can these signs be spiking in historical and biblical uh, proportions and the people in the world not notice it? That, that they wouldn't take heed and say, wow, look what God is doing. There must be something going on here. And, and, and that they would continue or even be become even more entrenched in sin. So when I was a little boy, I remember asking my mother that as she was telling me, in your lifetime, Jesus will return. Uh, and, and, and the signs are, are really picking up that that's going to take place. And she would share with me. And I, I learned about Ezekiel 38 when I was a little boy and, and other key prophetic scenarios in the Bible. And I would ask my mother... How will people not get very afraid as the world's going crazy like that? 
and not believe in Jesus. I mean, that was just the innocent heart of a little boy. And my mother said this to me, and I'll never forget it. She said, the people will be so blind and so deceived from their sin because of their sin that they won't see what the Lord is doing all around them to to try to bring them to himself. You see, because the Lord could end sin and end all this. He could have done it a long time ago. But he's not willing that any should perish. He wants to save people who who will repent of their sins and come to him. And he he's using the troubled times, the birth pangs. You know, birth pangs are very serious and they cause lots of of uh, of uh, trauma. And he's using that trauma to shake people out of their wickedness and rebellion to him. And 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 that's how I came back to him after many years of of, of drug addiction uh, and, and other bad things. I I came to him through. Um, and simple living. I was in, involved in trenched in sin like so many are in this hour. And and he began to remind me through Bible prophecy how late the hour is and that I needed to come back to him and, and follow him. And, and, and so when Messiah Jesus says, but take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and the cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. That's what we're watching right now, folks. We're watching a sin-sick world that as the judgments are falling on this world and as the Lord is shaking it, and it's going to get much worse very soon because that's what birth pains do, by the way. They get more uh, uh, severe and come closer together until the baby's born. It's going to get much worse. Yet at the same time, there's this parallel reality that people are going to get darker and become even more entrenched in hating God. The God-haters will multiply in this hour. And their love for darkness and sin will will become the norm. And if you somehow don't go along with that program, you will be the weirdo. And that's what we're seeing right now. And then just like there was, they were having a great time in Sodom and Gomorrah, they thought. And, and sin is pleasurable for a season. It always pays off with death. The wages of sin is death. But then there was that last night in Sodom when it was over. There was that last night in Babylon when it was over. And see, there's going to come that day where the last baby will be murdered in an American abortion clinic. That last day will come and it will be over. There will be that last day where a homosexual marries another homosexual in America and it will be over. There will be that last day where a university campus is cursing Israel and it will be over. In a moment, it will be over. And the judgment will have fallen. And, and then that our, our wonderful, beloved country will not be an empire. America will not be an empire anymore. And, and so, see, America isn't mentioned in Bible prophecy as a prominent player. Russia is... Um, Europe is, the Asian countries are, the, uh, the Middle Eastern countries are, uh, Israel certainly is, but uh, America as a world power isn't. So, And I've been hearing that since I was a little boy, being taught Bible prophecy as well. Uh, so anyhow, uh, having said all that, I need to take a break for a moment, and, for, for a moment and, and remind all of our listeners of this wonderful ministry called Blessing Israeli Believers. 
and blessing Israeli believers is getting out the gospel. Uh, the believers in Messiah Yeshua here in Israel are getting out the gospel, making disciples. Blessing Israeli believers is kind of a bridge, if you will, between believers in the nations, believers in Messiah Jesus in the nations, and the Israeli uh, partners that we have who are following Messiah Yeshua. And it's a wonderful thing to be part of. So I encourage you to go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and find out more about it. And if you haven't yet, uh, please get on our mailing list for the Blessing Israeli Believers. Just request to do so off our, off our uh, website there. Uh, you can shoot us an email and we'll put you on the monthly list. So you can pray. It's a free newsletter. You can pray for our partners and know what's going on more here in Israel. Also, our Blessing Israeli Believers Feast of Tabernacles Israel Tour is coming up very soon. People are signing up for it. Don't miss this special time we're going to have together celebrating the Feast of Tabernacles in Israel, along with uh, our brothers and sisters uh, in the nations who we bring and we come to Israel, and we're going to have some of our Israeli-believing partners. We're going to, oh, listen, John McTernan's going to be teaching. I'm going to be teaching. We have a Messianic tour guide. We have a worship couple, husband and wife. They're going to be praising and singing with us, leading us in worship through the trip. It's going to be so special. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com and sign up today. Now, back to Luke. 21 i'm going to read 34 again and then go down to verse 35 and down through 38 but take heed to yourselves messiah jesus says lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing drunkenness and cares of this life and that day come on you unexpectedly and you might say well you know my heart is not weighed down with carousing or drunkenness um i'm in good shape well, yeah, but what about the cares of this life messiah jesus said to find life to get life you have to lose your life in him and 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 so the temporal things of this life can blind us so that we don't see that Messiah Jesus is coming very soon. He's coming any moment. And we need to be ready. We need to be ready. And he's saying that that day, the day of the Lord, when he returns, will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Now, I believe very clearly from what I see in the Bible that the, the rapture of the, the, the congregation of believers in Messiah Jesus around the world will take place before he comes back to set up the throne of David at the end of the tribulation. So that's not something that Messiah Jesus, that's not a mystery he unfolds except through the Holy Spirit to his apostle Paul and others later on in, in as they write the New Testament. So that's a mystery primarily that Paul writes about and talks about uh, in his letters to the believers as the Lord downloads that information to him later. So are you looking for that day where we'll meet the Lord in the air? Are you watching for him? Or are the cares of this life making it so that's not something that is a priority for you? Because the faithful servant is watching for the master to return, which then prompts him to do what the master commanded. If you're really watching for Messiah Jesus' to return, you're really recognizing the signs that are all around us, then that puts a, a fear of God in you, a desire to, to, to be ready when he comes right? He says, for it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. You see, most will not be ready. Most will not be ready. What about you? What about me? And then he says again in verse 36, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the son of man. And I believe that certainly is a reference Though still a bit mysterious, without clear explanation that you see later on uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, uh, 
and so here we see Messiah Jesus said that we should pray that we might be kind of worthy to escape all these things that w- will come upon the to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. What does he think? What does he mean? All these things. Well, before that, in this chapter, he explains the very clear, traumatic and 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 wrathful events that take place. The fury of the Lord being poured out during the seven year tribulation period, right? And and he says here, and, and I got I got I got to share this with you for a moment. I got to interrupt myself and share this with you. I have dear brothers and sisters of Messiah Jesus that believe that uh, he's not coming back till the end of the tribulation. I don't run into many mid-tribbers anymore. The people who used to believe that Messiah Jesus comes in the middle of the tribulation for the, in the rapture now believe that he, either one of two things primarily, that he is now coming at the end of the tribulation in the rapture or that there is no rapture. I'll say that again. People that used to believe that he comes in the middle of the tribulation have moved on to another place now where they believe he comes at the end of the tribulation so that the church can go through the whole tribulation to be purified as if that's what it takes somehow uh, to be purified. Um, I don't know what the churches for the last 2,000 years who have suffered persecution, what that was. It wasn't the great tribulation, how they were purified. But anyhow, um, so... So, so the thing is, and I have close friends and brothers and sisters in Jesus that hold to these positions, and we don't divide over it. Uh, but the reality is, uh, what they tell me is, well, you're an escapist because you believe that we could go up in the clouds with the Lord before the tribulation. You're an escapist. You just want to escape what the Lord has for us in the tribulation. Well, uh, no, no. In verse 36, I, I see that I'm just obeying Jesus. He says, watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to what? Escape all these things. So when they say, well, you're an escapist, I say, well, I'm guilty as charged. I am an escapist, but it's because Messiah Jesus told me to pray that we would escape all these things that are coming to pass on the earth and to stand before the son of man. I want to be obedient to Messiah Jesus. If he said, listen, they're going to go through the tribulation, buck up, trust me, and I'll give you grace for it, then I'd pray for that. But that's not what he says. He says to pray that we will be counted worthy to escape the things that take place during the tribulation. So why would I not want to do that? It's just, I think, a fair question. Uh, and, and so we are to watch, therefore, and we're to pray. And we're specifically to pray that we would escape the things that are coming to pass in the tribulation. He, he explains what the tribulation is and that we would stand before the Son of Man. Then in verse 37, he says, in the daytime, it says here in verse 37, in the daytime he was teaching in the temple, but at night he went out and stayed on the mountain called Olivet. Then early in the morning all the people came to him in the temple to hear him. And just like they came to hear him in the temple then, we should listen to his words now. We should come together like on this program and say we're we're coming together to hear the word of God and we want to do what it says. We want we want to watch therefore. We don't want our hearts to be weighed down with carousing and drunkenness and the cares of this life. And we don't want that day and for those who believe in Messiah Jesus today for the rapture to take place and we be caught unawares, unexpectedly. I don't, I don't want that to take place. I want to be ready. I want to be looking for him. And I want to be watching for him. And I want to be praying. And I want to be ready. Right? And, and I pray that's your heart today. I pray that describes all the listeners today. Oh, I want to watch. I want to pray. 
Uh, I want to be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming to pass. It's going to be terrible. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's things that are going to be happening. I teach the book of Revelation, um, and there's going to be things happening here that are not like anything that's ever happened on the earth. I mean, just one of the many judgments and, and, and expressions of the fury of the Lord against the God-haters who have taken this mark of the beast, they are given over fully to worshiping Satan. Uh, it, it, it's going to be such a bizarre time. And what the Lord's going to do to judge some of them is he's going to let these locust-like demon spirits out of the pit, the place called the pit in the earth, and they are going to sting people in a way that is going to cause tremendous pain. For five months, this will take place all over the earth. And it will be so painful that people will want to die, but will be unable to kill themselves. because of they'll, be one, they'll want to die because of the suffering and the pain. From this one of many judgments, billions of people are going to die. It's going to be, and the ones that don't die are going to suffer in torment and then go to hell. Listen, folks, that's where this whole thing's headed, and it's going there fast. It's going there fast. There's not much time left. Well, people have been saying that for thousands of years. That's true. That's true. Uh, the Bible also says there will be scoffers in this generation, that as all these things are coming to pass, they will be scoffing and mocking the closer it gets to the coming of Jesus. Those who want to get drunk and feel good about it. Those who want to carouse. Those who want to live like the devil and worship the devil. Many often in the name of Jesus, they'll do that and say, oh, I'm a, I'm a good Christian while they live this way. Yeah. And their idols are money and possessions and the things of the things of this life. And, and, and so they want to feel good about that. And, 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 and so to think that Jesus could come any minute and end that kind of party, well, they don't want to hear any of that. And, and, and it's crazy in their eyes that, that that's even a possible. Listen, you don't want to follow that foolishness. Get ready for King Jesus to come. He loves you. He's so forgiving and merciful and kind. And, 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 and he loves you so much he died on the cross to pay for all of our sins. He was buried on the third day, rose again. Well, how could he pay for our sins? He was sinless. He's God the Son, the Son of God. And he's alive, sitting next to our Father in heaven, and he wants you to be saved. He wants you to be forgiven. He wants you to be set free, and he wants you to. He wants to see you with him in heaven. If you haven't been saved by Jesus, if you haven't been born from above, born again, cry out to Jesus, the Lord, to save you now. And the Bible says that whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. He says, repent. Turn away from wrong thinking and believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, Father in heaven, bless our listeners today. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, thank you for this opportunity to be saved. Thank you for this opportunity to be a light and, 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 and to be a preserving influence in this dark, evil generation that is becoming more God-hating by the moment. Oh, Father in Messiah Jesus' name, have mercy on the United States of America. Oh, Father in Messiah Jesus' name, have mercy on the countries where our listeners are right now and that we be praying and serving you, Lord Jesus, and being a preserving influence in our countries. Oh, Lord... Please bring peace to Jerusalem. Please save your people, Israel. And bless all of our listeners today, Father. Thank you in Messiah Jesus' name, Father. Help us to watch for you with great wisdom and anticipation and to be ready by living for you now. Thank you, Father, in Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I really pray you enjoyed the program today and you were blessed. Go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. That's the ministry that sponsored, brought this program to you today. Prayerfully consider financially partnering with partnering with some of the 
Israeli believers. Also, we'd love to see you on, on our Israel tour. You can find more out about it there. Also, go to our new website, watchtherefore.tv. Lots of good stuff there. Till we get together next time, watch therefore. Messiah Jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.